Hello, my friends, and thank you for tuning in to the fourth episode of Innovations Through Insights. Today, we have a great guest, Takezo. If you don't know him, he talks about spirituality, philosophy, and the experiences he's felt when traveling across the world alone, which is something that I want to do, and I think many other people are interested in doing as well. And he's done it, and he's had incredible experiences which we deep dive into in this podcast and i'm really excited for you to listen in this super cool conversation he's a super cool guy first time ever talking to him so yeah let's get into it just before i have one simple request if you could drop a follow whether on your whether you are on spotify or apple music it would do a lot to help boost the podcast and you know grow this podcast which is the goal long term and yeah, that would just be amazing. It's like one click. So yeah. Anyway, let's let's just get into the podcast. Let's go. Enjoy. Hey Zo, welcome, my man. Thanks for coming on. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. Great, man. I'm, yeah, I'm really excited to have you on and talk through. Um, this is our first time talking, which is pretty cool. It's a good way, great way to start a podcast as well. Yeah, so Absolutely. Just, just for the viewers who don't know you um, or know your story, could you just tell us about yourself and what you like to talk about online with your Twitter and just a bit of your backstory as well? Yeah, so for those who don't know me, I probably on Twitter, I usually talk about lot about mindset and stuff like this even though in, in real life it's not not that i want so go into that so much but it basically it basically started because i saw something on twitter <laughs> actually was a was a tweet about stop consuming start producing or something which was pretty funny and then i was like oh yeah why not i can do that because i um i help a lot of my friends in real life and stuff like this and how to say, gave them like counsel and advice that pretty much helped them. I thought, okay, so why not share this online? And then I just, yeah, started doing that and kept doing that. And suddenly it became something a bit more bigger. And yeah, that's what I'm still doing though. Yeah. And I, your, I mean, your threads, your insights um, are amazing. You seem to be quite down like the spirituality path. You talk quite yeah. a lot about yeah. self-improvement and you know kind of self-control and um yeah taking back control of your life which i yeah i love your threads on that man it's just yeah like, it's very insightful yeah it's also a lot about like what i'm doing a lot or working a lot on these days is like knowing more myself or understanding myself because there's like i feel like it's such a such a rabbit hole once you start like you get aware of things and then you get aware of things that you haven't been aware of before. And then it's like going deeper and deeper and deeper and you notice more and more. And it's like such an interesting topic, but it's like, yeah, all this stuff changed my life a lot for the better. So, um, yeah, I keep doing that and keep sharing it. So in the hope some of us might benefit from the, the insight I get on the way, but still I consider myself a student, so still figuring stuff out and seeing how things work yeah and that's why i love twitter so much because you can learn from so many different people you can almost be a student to so many different people's teachings and learn their lessons and learn their life stories and i know you've been quite like you've had amazing stories about traveling and just before that i want to get into your name so takeza you, you told me i had a japanese background could you like go into that a little bit more yes for sure so actually it's kind of like an like an insider. I don't know. Do you know the the famous samurai Musashi Miyamoto Musashi? Is this a name for you? I don't recognize it now. Okay, so Miyamoto Musashi is like the most famous Japanese samurais who uh, is supposed to have won like sixty five battles, uh, like duels, not battles, like duels to the death. So um, that's uh, that's a pretty impressive record. And um, he also wrote the, the book of Five Rings, which is like a martial arts style book. But it's like as so often with this book, like you can transfer some of this 
to the real life. But basically, um, the book that impressed me the most is like um, his, yeah, it's like biography, but it's like a novel. It's called Musashi, like his name by, by Eji Yoshikawa. And it basically uh, shows his life story where he transforms his life. And in the beginning, his name is not Miyamoto Musashi, but his name is Takezo Shinmen. And that's why I chose this name, because I'm, I'm not in the position I see myself to name myself Musashi, but I'm more at the beginning that I'm more like Takezo. And in the beginning, he's like really wild, can't control himself, but has a lot of power, but he doesn't know how to channel and how to use this. And in the course of the book, he kind of like, follows the martial way or the way of the sword and in the end he kind of like reaches enlightening through swordsmanship to sum this up in a like really short way but this is like really my my favorite novel so i i choose this name and um yeah i can i can highly recommend everyone everybody reading this there's also a great podcast episode from uh, i think it was Jocko podcast with uh, Tim Ferriss. I think it was. I think it was even number hundred. It was like a special number or something where they discuss it. That's also quite good. But I'm not sure if they spoil the end, so I would be wary to maybe read the book first. But that's where the name comes from, though. Wow! Oh my, yeah, I love that. So your name is kind of so Takeso is kind of you kind of connect it to your life as kind of the beginning and learning and you know growing stronger through life and becoming a better person every day. Would you say that's kind of how it's connected in a way? Yeah, exactly. So Takezo would be like the starting point. And um, I actually didn't put too much thought in it, but it was like, okay, I really like this book and the message and all the story and insights behind it. And then I was like, yeah, but I, I start as a student and I go as a student and not, it would be wrong to like, it doesn't make sense to start with the name of the of the transformated version of the end version because um, yeah there's still a way to go <laughs> yeah yeah um yeah and that's that's what it is you know just figuring figuring it out every day and becoming a better person and i mean one way i love one of my favorite threads from you is about traveling alone through asia you went backpacking for asia and i think that's an incredible way to kind of find yourself and learn more about culture and just kind of open your minds. Um, why do you think is important, especially maybe alone as well, um, to go traveling, like backpacking across the world? Mm, yeah, in general, like, I think there's really a big difference, at least if it was for me, than, than doing alone or when you go with others for you behave differently when when you're alone and um there's also yeah you have to get more of your comfort zone for example um when i for the first time in my life i reached uh, thailand i went from malaysia to thailand by bus so i um landed in a border town near the malaysian border called hatyai which is uh, not touristy at all it's like far away from yeah from everything touristy or something and uh, i i arrived there at the night with a bus and i have at that time i had like no travel experience and nothing so uh, i was kind of like yeah really new to this so right, right now it probably would be easier or would do things differently but i arrived there at night and uh, i also didn't book the hotel before and um, then I was there, it was like, I think maybe 2 a.m. or something in the night. And I arrived there and I, I just looked out at like a guest house or something where I go to, but I didn't reserve the room. And then I went there and um, the, the guest house was full. And they said, yeah, sorry, we don't have any rooms. You can maybe go check out this street somewhere over there or something. I don't know, because it was a town I have never been before and a country I have never been before. And then I was standing there <laughs> alone in the streets of, of Hatyaya and I was like, fuck, where do I, where do I go now? And then first, first I got scared and I was like, oh shit, like, uh, yeah, you get like this little bit of like panic. Oh no. 
And I was like, wait, wait, this, this doesn't help now. And um, then I just went around and um, found like another place where they could help me to find something. In the end, I, I walked around through the night and there were some really, really friendly people who helped me and found a place. But yeah, I'm drifting a little bit off here. Sorry. But um, the thing is, then I was in this town and I was alone there. And the thing, if I would have been with my friends or with someone else, I would have just done things with them. But because I was alone, I had to go out and kind of like find people, need to connect to people. And that was also difficult because nobody spoke my language. So in the beginning, I admitted uh, I had found one place where I kind of with hand and feet or somehow like knew how to order food and I always went back to that place because I was like afraid to get even more out of my comfort zone with all these people who don't speak English at all and um, I think when you're with a group you you're, you're just act different you have to like you you don't have this need to go out to connect and yeah to to it's always harder when you're alone I think but it's not only it's not only that that like from the side that you get pushed out of your comfort zone more, it has also the benefit that you can like really do really do what you want. How to say like is it in English compromise? No. Um I would say yeah, it is kind of compromising. Compromise? Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Okay. Then it's the same, yeah. So you don't have to make like compromises or something, you just do whatever you want. And that was for me at that stage because um the journey that I described in the in this thread was like the first uh, the first time I ever traveled alone. I just booked a one-way ticket to India at that time. It was like after I finished school. And at that time, I really didn't know what I want in life or general because I only had school where I got told what to do and I fucking hated it. And then I was like, okay, and now I'm here on the other side of the globe. I know nobody and nobody got to tell me what to do. But it also comes with kind of like, um, yeah, then you have to find out yourself what to do. But this was like like a great freedom for me to like, yeah, I just want to go there. I go there. I want to do this. I do this. And I don't have to be, uh, yeah, I don't make a compromise with other people. Like afterwards, I also, I still travel with other people. And this is also beautiful and fun to travel with friends or in groups or with a girlfriend or something. Mm. But um, yeah, there's like different kind of freedom when you when you do it alone. Yeah, man, and it must go traveling alone just builds like it'll just build an incredible amount of self discipline and confidence. Like you said, like you've you're it's kind of like a minimalist life. You, you know, you've just got a backpack, and especially if you don't speak the language, you gotta you gotta figure it out. You gotta you know, like you don't know exactly know where you'll be sleeping that night. You've got to figure it out all by yourself. You are like it's all down to you to be able to find where you're heading like tonight and you know um what you can do like you, it's all down to you and yeah going with friends of course is also an incredible um experience but I mean every, it seems like everyone should take you know one trip or at least one trip away where they go alone and they spend like a few weeks or maybe months away and they really that's how you I think I haven't done it yet and I really I'm definitely going to do it in the future but it must build an incredible amount of, you know, finding yourself and discipline and, you know, working it out for yourself. Because, I mean, if you're, yeah, like you said, if you're with friends, you kind of, you can kind of rely on them. You can, you're, you don't, you don't really as much as well immerse into the culture. You don't meet the people there. You don't, you're not forced to talk to them. Whereas if you go alone, you know, if you want to book a hotel, you want to, go and eat somewhere you know you have to speak to everyone yourself and that's being like forced into that kind of uncomfortable situation is going to do so much of your life it's just it yeah it's an, it must be like, that must be really eye-opening for you yeah i come i completely agree like it's yeah you take like responsibility and full self-accountability for yourself because there's really like nobody or nothing else like you can blame or or you can rely on because like there's nobody else there of course then you go somewhere then you also it's not like you walk alone or alone all the time and you never talk to anybody like you meet people there some people also 
like I saw a lot of people doing that and they also like they they were like really hard into connecting with others and then only sticking with others all the time and like nothing wrong with that but that was not for me for me I was also it's like sometimes because they were like always like drinking beer and party but like this backpacker lifestyle that didn't suited me so much so I was always like okay do a little bit but then move on and do something also alone or something and I really learned to to enjoy doing things alone before I was like okay when I'm back home I would not say okay I go alone to visit whatever there's there are sites at home as well right or activities uh, or I go alone and swim in the river or whatever, or go alone and eat at this restaurant. I would have not done this before when I'm home. But when you're away, you're like, wow, yes, I can do this alone. And then it's like, wow, it's even totally fine and total fun to climb a mountain alone. I also met people on the way and we climbed the mountain together. But sometimes what was even nicer to do it alone. So when you went, did, have you, did you meet, because a lot of the time you meet, you know, lifelong friends, you meet, you build really strong connections. Did you get that when you went uh, traveling alone? Did you meet some like, incredible people, which you still stay in contact with? Actually, I, I met like people that I had a really good, no, how to say, that I uh, made a really good connection with and that I also stayed in touch afterwards. Um, one actually died though um and the other is the contact got like loose because of uh, there's so much distance between like i had one friend from the us that i met in a muay thai training camp and we were like having a lot of fun and memories together and there was always the plan like to this is like you meet a lot of people and with everybody this is like the plan we meet again and it rarely happens, but with this one was kind of serious. But in the end, um, this also maybe a bit from from my part as I'm not such a person who's like too good at maintaining relationships or like putting in the the effort, like um, like how to say, like checking in regularly or something. I'm I'm a bit lazy on that part. So, but um, I have still like conversations and and moments that like like really gave me and made an impression on me and that I like value really highly, but um, I'm not in touch with anybody of the people I met at that time anymore, but they were really like some, yeah, I met some crazy and really, really interesting people though. Yeah. I mean, either way, like you meet, even if you, if you don't stay in contact, you do, you still, you still get that. You still built that, you know, kind of friendship there and, you really learn and that's the beauty of it you learn from them as well because they're living like you know often they live completely different lives to you they may have different thoughts different well they do have different thoughts they have you know different experiences and that's like the beauty of going to a completely different culture i believe um is that what you found like you really like you found people that are very different to you and it really opened your eyes because that's why i can imagine it being like like traveling and alone and just really like having good conversations with people who kind of live completely different lives to you oh yes for sure like i think i think the weirdest uh, or the the most the most different kind of people that i met was like um i was in this muay thai training camp and we had like um like the apartments were where you had like how to say this the apartment were like rooms all next to each other and there was like kind of like how to say like a balcony that connected all the all the flats together outside where you walk where you walk to your door. I don't know exactly how that is called. You know how that is called, or you you get what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's just yeah. a balcony. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, so you just were like people were chilling on this balcony, and so I met this I met this uh, two friends that they were also like at that time I was I was twenty, and there was one guy who was like um, a U.S. no ex soldier ex U.S. soldier. Uh, I think called veteran, right? Um, and another guy was like, I think forty or something, and he was like uh, in like a rocker gang and was a bouncer in a strip club in Canada or something. And so every night we were like hanging out, chilling there, and just like talking, talking, talking. And there was like one night was where these two guys were like 
we were like really close because we were like hanging out every night and there was like one night where these guys had like we had like a deep talk but at that time i couldn't contribute they had a deep talk about how it is to to kill somebody and uh first i was like is this serious and then i i realized okay they they are really like seriously uh talking about this because the one guy had uh killed someone in in road rage and the other in 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 war and then it was like i was like oof okay this was really like a conversation that i never participated or heard in in my whole life and yeah till then nothing came close to that so uh, that was like really was i was like okay you really meet different kind kind of people so that was i think the most the most i don't know how to say the most uh, extraordinary uh, conversation I got in when I was traveling. Wow. Yeah. And that's, yeah, that's exactly what it is. You meet really different people, like people who do some things that you can't, you never, like you said, anticipated ever having a conversation about. And that's kind of, that's maybe in a way it kind of opens your eyes like what the world is around you. It's not just you. There's like many different people who do different things and live different um, lives and have different, you know, flaws with them, which, you can't maybe even comprehend like having but yeah that's that's a daddy that's insane man. like having a con- like conversation like that so was it like you were in your apartment you just talking about it and you were like they just started talking about it you thought it was a joke and you're like wow this is actually that's actually real i never thought i'd be in like, this situation talking about this yeah exactly so like it was not that they were talking about this to everybody right we were talking like a lot and also like deep like I were talking about deep stuff for myself there from dialogues before because it was not the first day, but this was like really well. I don't really remember everything we talked about, but I surely uh, remember this. And I was like, oh, okay. Um, was what is also interesting because against the, the like when you have this gyms in Thailand, there are some like I've been to many these days, but this was the first one I have to, and this was kind of like touristy, and you have kind of the gym culture and uh, the. The bouncer guy actually got thrown out of the gym because you know, he had some problems and he was like a kind of a difficult persona and everybody told me like oh don't hang out with this guy and stuff like this and um i didn't i didn't listen i didn't listen to that and i did instead and yeah also like one time he has all difficult like he had he had like a like a surgery to be made and had no money and stuff like this and i borrowed the money and everybody felt like oh you're crazy and i was like no i'm sure i will get it back and i got it back and um this also like showed me something to trust my my gut and my instinct this was was also something that i learned a lot during during traveling also i have a few other examples also where i didn't do it and i knew my gut instinct was wrong and i did things anyway and um yeah that's kind of so really trained me to to listen to my to my instincts and because usually your gut feeling is, is is right, at least in my experience. Yeah, and uh, yeah, a lot of people um, share that lesson: follow your gut instinct, because it it usually takes you down the right path. Like if you're going against it, then you're usually going to not have the greatest outcome. But yeah, I mean, th- those are some incredible stories, man, and that's like really insightful. And hopefully, people listening like go and travel alone you know is that what you would encourage is there anywhere in particular you would say definitely go and travel alone or is it kind of just a matter of choice really no i would i would definitely encourage it at, at least be like you can do it only for a week i think even a week somewhere complete like i think like sometimes i get messages on twitter and like everybody plans on doing like a big few months trip through another continent like asia or south america or something um, and and that's great really that's great but i think it's like you make it like such a big obstacle that might be harder to do or that it's also you think like okay i go for whatever five months or something somewhere then your anxiety is higher the pressure is higher the, the cost the money you need to accumulate and everything is higher and then maybe maybe you don't do it or so, so i think like you don't need to make it so high i think even um going for a week completely alone somewhere can uh, can um, yeah can teach you something and can can show you a lot and actually it might even be um might even be a harder challenge because there's 
sometimes you can go like it really depends on the places where you go like i personally nowadays i like to go to some places that are not so touristy or not so backpacky anymore, but it can be very easy. Like if you go to a to a to a famous backpacker spot, and there will be so many people, and everybody wants to get to know somebody, will like nothing wrong with that. Don't get me wrong, but um, it will be like super easy to connect, and it won't be that much like if that's what you're seeking, like of a challenge. So sometimes I guess it can be like kind of like. Uh, harder how to say uh to just go go one week and go just to like a normal city or something in your country or in your neighboring country or something that is easy and and just go there and and see how it goes and i think that can that can do a lot for people as well it doesn't always because some people work they have schedule whatever's going on not everybody can take like months off and plan this big journey or maybe this to see if this thing for them just take off one week or two or three, whatever, and uh, start with a little trip and see see what it's doing for you. Right, yeah, and it's, I mean, because it might not be for everyone. I mean, some people might hate it, some people might, I mean, I think everyone at first is, like, scared by it, but then you kind of figure it out, and that's where your, like, self-discipline really builds. But, um, yeah, I mean, that's, that's a great, great piece of advice. And going back to, like, the tourist places, yeah, I mean, it seems like a lot of people go to, places that are already you know popular with touristy touristy places where you might meet to meet a lot of people that live in your like the same culture as you which is fine but i think definitely like myself and i think many other people as well definitely want to go somewhere like completely different with different people like in completely different cultures where you kind of have to figure it out for yourself and that's where you really meet a incredibly different people and you really like the new like the different culture really stands out to you and you're like i mean sometimes it can be it brings like appreciation and gratitude to you a lot of the time and like other times it's just like wow like the world is a very different place is that what you found um yes exactly it's like in this place is also they know terrorists everybody speaks at least a little little english yes english um to to understand and there's usually like is like yeah usually it's like a lot of like this party backpacker crowd going out drinking beers all the time which is nice at times but i've met some people who did this like over months and did nothing else and this personally for me that's not it and i found like my like at least with like locals or actually the, the only connection that i really made with locals was when i went to 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 other places or also do do other things like for example this is also a great thing is to not only travel but to do some some kind of yeah activity for example for me i i did some work in india and i did muay thai training in 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 thailand and you get a like very different perspective when you when you are at a place and you get like to experience and participate in in day-to-day life you get a whole another connection. You also get like nowadays. I like to stay longer in one place. You get to understand a place way better when you stay the longer, and you get some some connections with people. And as when you just go there for a few days or a few weeks or something, um, then it's it's a completely different image because some things you you just can't see when i worked in india i i i had uh, some interactions and stuff like this or with the with the with my coworkers or my uh, or the other guys um that I, I could not have seen i would not have been there as a tourist and the same goes for like with my with my muay thai training one muay thai trainer like we went to it, to another province visited his family and stuff like this or at one one gym which is like in the was near the border of Cambodia, which is like a area with like no tourism at all. It's like the poorest area of the country. Um, I even lived at my my trainer's house uh, with some other people who were training there. Like it was a smaller, not it was not like the tourist gym, but more like a fighters gym. So I was by far the weakest there, but I had the, the most to learn. But it's like it's completely different experience than you like eat together and they just tell things. Yeah, I can't really put it into words, but you can imagine that it's not the same as if I go to like one of the islands or whatever and uh, just stay there for two weeks partying with with other backpackers. Wow, yeah, 
And like going back to where you said, um, like the the time you stay there, like where, what would you suggest? Um, like like a month, two months, or what? What have you done in the past, and what's worked well for you? Yes, I think I think a month minimum. It's some place I stay like one month, others two and a half months, six weeks. Um, yeah, recently I stayed like five months in, in in Seoul, which is like a big city. I think that was a bit too long, but um, I think a month a month is a month is good to go. And yeah, I would also like um, nowadays I don't do it anymore, but. I think like working, as I mentioned, working or doing some other, uh, joining a sports club or whatever can really, even if the work might not be so super cool or something, it gives you so much insight to, to connect with the people um, that, I, that I would not miss out on that. And it's like not that you do the work for the money, but you do it like uh, for the experience. And kind of looking back, I only did this, did uh, work one month in India and then never again because I was kind of like too lazy and was like oh, I don't need to but uh, right now speaking right here I reflect on it it was like yeah but this really gave gave a lot of insight and a lot of learning that I that I didn't got anywhere else from just simply traveling yeah yeah I can see that definitely um, yeah, I mean that's definitely swing on my bucket list for sure that's going to be an incredible experience which i mean from from your stories you've obviously experienced them to like a new level you've really understood other coaches you've really dived in and learned so many new things which i mean i mean it seems like a lot of people don't get to do, don't ever do that and it's you know it's an important part of life i mean we live in a world and there's many different areas of it which there are to explore and yeah wow that's an incredible story man and yeah, I just want to like revert back to your Twitter. So I know we kind of went into this briefly, but like how, so how did you start? Was there like something, because I obviously you must enjoy writing. You wanted to tell your story. You're already teaching, you said. So is there like something that sparked? Like, did you see someone else on Twitter? you like, yeah, I want to do this. Or was it just kind of, you jumped on and just started tweeting and met people along the way? Ah, good questions. I don't know how it, how it, how exactly how exactly it went. It's like uh, first of all, I never used social media at all, and uh, a friend of mine then recommended me like this corner of Twitter. I was like, oh yeah, this is this is interesting, and so I just checked this out, and um, I don't know. Then I was like reading. And uh, yeah, then I felt like, oh yeah, I'm, I'm reading all this, but am I really doing something? And then uh, I was like, oh yeah, okay. Then I think it became like kind of like a trend to that people started creating their own accounts or something. I was like, oh yeah, why why not do it? And um, then I think <laughs> it was like for I don't know, like three, four, five months or something. I really tweeted with almost like no success at all. Like, my first month, I got 26 followers and I just tweeted, yeah, against the wall. Um, <clears throat> and I think my second month, I got like, I don't know, 70 followers or something. So really, really, really low numbers. But actually, I got I got cool follows. Like my third follower was Tech Dosa, which I uh, like really, which really inspired me with his content. And it made a lot to me that like, even though I only had two followers, he uh, saw potential in my account. But um yeah, so I kept tweeting and like the numbers, well, as I mentioned, I don't know the exact numbers, but like, but like super low because I had no idea like, okay, how this Twitter networking thing and uh, what is engagement and all this stuff, you know, I didn't know about it and I was just putting stuff out. But yeah, as the, as the saying goes, like consistency is, is like, like really the key. I mean, it might, took, might have took me longer uh, because I took like I think it took me six months or something to go to get to one k followers. I think I hit like one k in January or something. I don't know. Um, and yeah, from then on, it was like ah smoother sailing when I finally figured things out and how to write better and uh, engage with other people and stuff like this. But uh, yeah, it really paid off. I was like I I was telling myself whatever I bring this idea out here and if it helps just one person. I did my job and I was like, 
you would not stop this. You would just do it. And yeah, even though it took a long time, in the end, it paid off. Yeah, man. That's so, yeah, it took you six months to get to one kid. That's pretty, um, that's incredible. You stuck by it and you really stick consistent. And I imagine you met like a lot in that six months. You met a lot of people. You learned a lot and you learned to like write better with your tweets, which really, um, got you to the position you're in now, which I'm all right. You're like nearly at 9k or is it 10k? It's like you're, you're doing really well, man. Um, let me, I don't know. I think it's eight or something. Well, let me check. It's, oh, yes, yeah, almost nine now. Yeah, nice. Nice, <laughs> yeah. It's, it's almost nine. Should maybe t- tomorrow or something should be. Yeah, that's the funny thing. When I think now, like, I make on a day more than I made in, like, the first two months or something. Like, it's, it's, it's crazy. So I made in a month more than I made in six months or something in, in, uh, in followers. It's not that I, like, care super much about it because, like, um, their accounts they just put out a, a thread a day with just like quotes or 10 things this that the same drink water and um, they go go to the sky and that's just not what I not what I want to do but um, yeah of course it's it's nice to see it going it's also some some interesting thing is that I that I learned about this this journey was like okay in the beginning I was like going so slow and it's like really you should not compare yourself because I was seeing counts like oh they are growing faster mm-hmm. okay let's let's keep going and um, many accounts like that were that were growing a lot faster that I started out with like um, they they stopped then I don't know why but um, they stopped and so now I have like more I have more followers than them I'm growing faster and um, like. It's really like just don't stop. In the beginning, it seems like oh, why they are doing so well, and and um, I can't grow at all. But um, yeah, I just keep pushing through, and there's the reward. But it makes no 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 sense. On the other hand, I have like some people I was engaging with in the beginning, and now they are like at fifty k or something, and I'm like super happy for them. It's, it's all good, but that shows like I can choose to where I compare to right. I can compare to people who like. Made, made nothing out of it or I can compare to people who like did way way better or something but in the end this is why comparison is in general is such a like we all do it even I still do it sometimes I'm try to get most aware of it but like we we all do compare it sometimes even if it's like subconscious but yeah it's such a such a concept that makes like no sense because we can compare it to each end you will find endless examples that do better or worse and so we really just trick ourselves into into a like yeah superiority complex or inferiority complex yeah comparisons is the biggest thing that definitely stops people because i mean from comparisons it then turns into self-doubt for example you see someone growing followers much quicker than you but they have that they talk about completely different things they might be attracting a different audience you have no idea what they're doing and they are on a different path to you. And again, it's a, I've heard this many times and it's so true. It's not about like building, you know, you can have 50K followers, but if you don't have followers that like actually, you know, really like care for, about you and um, engage and network with you and you have like close relationships with, it's kind of, it's not useless, but you know, it's that's kind of why we're doing this. We want to meet people. We want to share insights and like, grow, grow ourselves. Like we grow, say, with our accounts. So as we, learn to write better we become better people and that's what it's about and if you compare yourself to someone who's maybe in a completely different niche maybe talk about something completely different then it's just gonna it's gonna drive self-doubt into your mind you're most likely gonna stop eventually and yeah I mean we're guilty of it like you said I definitely still do it time and again I'm like oh how they got to this like following quicker than me and it's like no it's like stop that I don't don't compare yourself with them because they are on a completely different path to you. They are, they admit that, you know, they might, for example, be posting quotes every day. And that might, for example, that does get a lot of engagement and they grow much quicker. But if whatever you want to talk about, just do not compare yourself because that's definitely, it's a compounding effect. It goes from comparisons to self doubts to, you know, you feel low self worth and then you quit and then you regret it. And, it's not it's just not worth it you gotta learn not to compare yourself 
but yeah, I, I definitely see what you mean there, man. It's it's difficult to it's, it, at times it's definitely difficult not to, but it's it's vital. It's really important not to because otherwise you're just gonna it's gonna become a compounding effect and you're gonna quit like most likely. Yeah, well, yeah, I, I love that, man. Yeah, there's also a lot. Of, it's a lot about the awareness, right? Because like you can't from today or tomorrow you you will not never compare yourself ever again in your life i think it's also kind of a bit like of a human thing to kind of like find yourself but it's like really you have to 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 find your own values and and um, measure yourself with that and think like just be aware what the comparison what the comparison that's like one of the big things that i i talk about a lot is like when you become aware of things most of the things start to to uh, fix themselves like when you're like ah oh, yeah no stop comparing yourself with like that force or something i feel that it's it is really hard to not do it you tell yourself this but your subconscious or your feeling is still like this but when you feel i my approach would be or was to like to see to really see through the things like okay there's there's this comparison how does it me feel oh, okay now i feel like a king because i compare myself to someone who does like worse in this small area of life but maybe he does way better in another or oh now i feel like weak or inferior because i compare myself to someone who does like really really good in in, in this area of life but thing is you can never like life is like so broad there are so many things and you can never possibly collect all the information and like make a like the comparison is not even a real comparison because it's like there's so many information you could never okay you compare yourself in sports to someone but then in finance or peace of mind there will be like completely different things and that's not only that that is even for the present but for the other thing as i mentioned there were some some people i saw like oh they are doing well nice uh, i wish i could do that and um, now now i'm now i'm ahead of them now i'm doing better so you never know what the what the time goes and I, i'm sure the other way it was the other way around as well that some people thought that of me and now they are doing way better than me and whatever and this is the thing to to me is like uh, i think i recently tweeted that how did i say this like when you when you when you when you're at the top no it's only temporary and when you're at the bottom like no it's only temporary because like it can it can it can change so fast like there are countless stories of people who are on top of their game or but then they fall down or who seem to be on top of their game, but deep inside, like they're miserable, like all the, all the stars who do suicide and stuff like this. There are millions of people who envy these people and wish to have their lives, but they actually kill themselves because they hate their lives. So how crazy is that? And um, yeah, that's why I really think you have to find your, your own values, your own way of measuring and accepting yourself and to go through that and just be aware sometimes for me it's like i like to laugh a lot about the things that i feel or think and then i feel like oh you you, you remember you thought this and now it's completely com completely changed like how ridiculous is this why and when i have the feelings like this now i'm like oh you never know how it's gonna be in like a few months so i just laugh about it and then like no, don't feel so don't take this so serious. Yeah, wow. Yeah, man, that was incredible. And awareness, I love how you said awareness. Like, that is so important because so many of us are kind of, in a way, living on autopilot. We kind of forget. Like, we're just, like, comparing ourselves constantly. And then it's, like, we're not even aware of that we're comparing ourselves. It's just, like, an automatic feeling. And then, you know, it's just channels in negative emotions. and then it just it really drives down your mood and you don't even notice that you're kind of you're just all doing it on autopilot and that's why like being aware like taking a step back at the start of your day and at the end of the day to like realize oh i did this i want to improve this and stop doing this or i want to start doing this you know it's um it's it's incredibly important and like going back to twitter and comparing yourself is like if you're a personal brand if you're if you're yourself you're tweeting for yourself then that's just that's the way to go because if you're trying to copy what other people are doing it's not going to work you're going to be doing something that doesn't match your you know your personality it may sound cliche but just tweet for yourself to be 
your own person and you'll meet the right people. You'll meet people that, you know, resonate with your words and really like connect with you. Otherwise, you're just going to try and copy and, you know, um, copy everyone else and try and be like them just so you can grow faster. It's, it's not going to end up well because then you're going to fall into this trap of constantly comp- comparing yourself and constantly not feeling good enough. And really, that's how they're feeling as well. I mean, it's all just an endless circle. Like, even if you're at 50K, you're like people at 50K are probably comparing themselves to people at 100K. They're like, why am I not at 100K? You know, it's and it's a cycle that never ends. And that's why it's really important to get out of it. And that comes through awareness. If you're aware that you're in this cycle and you break free from it, then that's going to just save you so much, um, so much stress and just give you a peace of mind. Like, if I just stay consistent and wherever I go, I'll be fine and that'll just be that'll work well for me you know absolutely absolutely it's also like it's not I like I don't want to talk about Twitter I mean this like general but this is like a really good example because we're all all in this so this is like a the common variable and another thing is like it's also really important is uh, knowing like why you do things and uh, it's like um when I wrote this in, I think, some thread or something, uh, where I said, like, when I took a quote from Sun Tzu that I interpreted, and it's like, okay, the, that you win the battle before the battle or something like this goes the, goes the quote. And I interpreted it in a way that it's like, I said, like, okay, if you want to be a boxer, but you only want to be the boxer to, for the belt and for the, for the glory, the girls, the fame, the money or whatever, you will you will have a hard time going through through all the training or something, and then you like if you don't get that belt, like you lose, you lost. But when you want to be like a, a boxer for the sake of being a boxer, and you clearly like envision what it's like the sweat, the tears, the blood, pain, the falling down, getting knocked out, maybe, um, then you, you 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 really can't fail in that sense. Because you did what the boxer did. You did train, you fought, and you win or loss. It's, it's out of your control, but you know you know why you're doing things. You're doing things for being a boxer and not for the belt. And so when you're doing things to, to share your thoughts, then you, yeah, whatever, let the rest be. And um, there's also a quote from, uh, from uh, Epictetus that comes to this. I'm, I'm not, I can't really quote it exactly, but it goes something like, to when you like go through a to a bathhouse, be sure that you're like while you're going there, you not only go there to bath, but like what circumstances this uh, this uh, uh, which circumstances come with this. So when you go to the bathhouse, there will be people like screaming, splashing water and stuff like this. Maybe people bumping into you or something. So you have to keep in mind you don't only go to take a bath, but to also preserve your peace of mind no matter what happens. So that's kind of like how the quote somehow wins and this really ties in to a lot of things for me like okay why do i do things and when i go with a mindset of doing things like this then there's basically like few things uh that can happen because yeah holding my inner attitude is something i have complete control over and that nobody can take away from me yeah and i love that man love that a lot and yeah i mean disconnect yourself completely from the outcome because if you're always focused on the outcome it's you're never like if you underachieve um you're just never going to feel like good enough and that's why if say you're learning a skill um focus on learning that skill focus on hitting those small goals within learning the skill not having you know whether it's yeah for example being a boxer the fame or glory you're not being a boxer to have the fame or glory you're having you're being a boxer to you know go through hard times and like come out a better person and like become a fighter. And if you're just going to, if you're just completely attached to being, you know, having the fame or glory, you're not going to get there or you're not ever going to be good enough to get there because your priorities are completely messed up. But yeah, that was incredible, man. I love that. Um, I just wanted to go back. Like, so that I'm, not, I'm always interested with like going down kind of the self-improvement part. Was it, or the spirituality was it kind of a book was it a book that clicked for you or was it like a moment that you were like i need to either start changing my life around or i want to become you know a better person learn learn about the world was it like a moment that clicked for you you're like yes i want to improve myself 
Mm, yeah, for me, I think the the main moment was um, when I when I when I finished school because I like hated school and I was in school till uh, nineteen. So like yeah, and in Germany you go like thirteen years to school, and uh, usually people finish with eighteen or I was a little bit late with nineteen. And um, then I was before it was always this thing like oh I got told what to do and what I have to do. And I absolutely hated it. And I was like also having like a really um, negative perception of the world or really negative image of the world. And um, yeah, then then came this time when, when, when school was over and then basically life was in my hand and I had like nobody else, else to blame. And then um, I was like, okay, fuck, what, what am I going to do with my life? And yeah, the first thing I came up with was then, as we already talked about, the, the traveling thing. So, so I worked a little bit and uh, saved some money and sold some stuff and things like that to, to save up to, to, do this, to do this journey. And then, yeah, as I mentioned, I booked the one-way ticket and then I traveled till, in my empty, uh, till all my money was empty. And uh, then I returned. And then I already found out this also things like... Um, Finding out what you want is the best thing by, by trying things. I didn't knew I liked traveling so much, but since then I I travel every year, uh, every year since I have done that. So I think the, the real moment where I was like, okay, I need to change something in my life was after I finished school because I was like, oh, fuck, I feel miserable and my perspective and my view of the world and all these negative emotions and frustrations and... Uh, insecurities i always like want like wanted to be tough tough guy and stuff like this but it's like obviously it's just a sign of insecurity and this is also where we come back to awareness to the shows you uh, to see through all these facets that you make up for yourself so yeah this was basically the when you want to nail it down to a moment it was like around that time well yeah and that's so you were kind of like in school and you realized you know i want to I want to live a different life. This is not the journey that I am going down. And you went to traveling. And I imagine, let me know if um, this happened, but I imagine you went traveling and you like found so much you're interested in. Like it's kind of, a, again, it's a compounding effect. You're traveling. And for example, you might find martial arts. You might find, you know, um, learning a language. Um, you just love it. And that's the more new things you do, the more you find yourself and what you really like envision for your life. Is that kind of, does that kind of represent you um, when you went traveling? You hit the nail completely on the head is, is, is exactly like this. It's also like, then I had the, the freedom to learn. Like in school, I hated learning. I hated reading. And like, it's funny now because now I love learning and now I love reading, but it's yeah, completely exactly as you said. Then other things popped up and I found like so many interests and now it's like, oh my God, there are so many interesting and amazing things to do. I just don't have enough time to do all of them. Yeah, and I, I do relate there with like school and, you know, it, I mean, for many people it doesn't, for many, for many people it does. Like it just, for me as well, I think like this may, it kind of ruins reading. I found it ruined writing because it was just, you know, it felt like a chore. It wasn't, you know, a personal choice. It wasn't, you know, you're told you have to write this 1,000 word essay for next week. And you're like, oh, damn, I hate writing. You know, I hate it so much. And and then that, that like, that perception of it just goes down. And then it's not until what many people have said as well. And I, yeah, I had Keep Life on che um, in check on the episode last. And he was saying, like, how, you know, when some many people go out of school and they, you know, they've, fall back in love with like the the writing or the the reading and it becomes you know a hobby again but that's one that's one flaw about school I find is it's you know it kind of it brings out these negative emotions because it becomes like a strict chore that you have to do these and you don't have a choice you have to if you want to you know get the grade which I mean it, it and it becomes a personal attachment to that grade as well and then you're just like oh I have to get through this horrible amount of writing to be able to get this grade and yeah you lose that love for it and for many people they never get it back as well they never go back to reading they never go back to writing after leaving school but that's what maybe yeah going traveling and trying new things you kind of fall back into that um love for it again and it's just it's yeah it must be an incredible feeling like that's why i've been with twitter as well because i hated writing i was like no never again after school and then i met people <laughs> 
on Twitter and I was like, and they were like great writers and I wanted to learn from them and they were writing great tweets as well, which really like were insightful. And I was like, yeah, I want to learn this. I want to be, I want to be a great writer. And I think that's the beauty of it. Like you've got to, because school's, school's great for some people and great for some things, but self-educating yourself and learning your own, you know, your own ways, your own um, hobbies is incredibly important to actually have like a really strong connection with them, not just to be for, you know, a grade or passing a school exam. It's got to be for something that you really love, you know? Yes, it's a, it's a complete, it's a whole different motivation. And it's, it's so funny. I just have to laugh, uh, laugh again when I, when I think about how much I hated reading and like my grandmother always would send me books and try me to, to get me into the habit of reading. And I was like, Oh, fuck this shit. I don't read. That's, for losers or whatever I thought at that time. And it, it makes me laugh so much because um, that's what we come back to the thing we talked earlier about. It's like um, you have one phase where you think one phase of your life and you have different kind of, yeah, you, you think like this or that, but it can all change. Also like my, my, my view, worldviews, my political views, like is come at that time. I was completely certain that I was right. And, uh, now I'm pretty certain that I was a pretty dumb idiot at that time. And this is what I find so funny that it's like there are so many different stages of life when we could not take our stage so seriously, but also when we see someone else who might not be at the right stage or where we think like, oh yeah, hmm, what an idiot or something. We don't know at what stage he is in life and where will he end up because so many people, also my teachers and stuff like this, what they promise for my future is not at the place that I am now at all. They promise me something very negative and I'm living a pretty happy and successful life right now, in my opinion. And this is something that I really try to uh, emphasize on a lot. It's like when, when you see someone else and they are like, yeah, they are maybe doing really wrong things and stuff like this, but um, you never know how they can change, how they will be end up in the future. And this is, yeah, something at this one time because um, when I was younger, I was getting a lot into fights and was getting aggressive. And I had one like key moment that also that I think I will never forget was when was like a few years back when I was also like far more mature. And then there was one guy who wanted to get in a fight with me for no reason. And then I had this, this impulse to defend and to get aggressive as well to him and see him as an enemy. And then I looked at him and then I just realized this guy is me. He is me. He's like, I could have been this guy a few years ago to make up like some random uh, fight for no reason and getting aggressive. And I looked at this guy and I, I saw myself in him. And then I was like, I felt like so much compassion to him that I was like, I don't want to, I don't want to hurt him because like he is basically an old version of me. And yeah, then I was just like going away and being all peaceful and forgetting all the negative feelings I had towards him. And of course, unfortunately, I can't be like this all the time, but this was really uh, a key moment for me. Well, um, yeah, I think that's, that's, that's incredible perspective and a really important one. And well, yeah, your story is really like, I, I admire you in that way, There's the traveling and you know the the how open-minded you are and how much you've you've obviously learned a lot and you're just full of wisdom, which has just been shown on this podcast, man. Like this is just, I think this has been an incredible conversation. I've just loved it so much. Like your story, your your experiences, and I mean, as being a bit younger, like it's these are definitely things that are on my bucket list, especially now learning from your stories and. Yeah, these are definitely things that I'm going to do. And yeah, well, man, like that was this is just incredible. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you, man. Thank you. Yeah, it's like it, it comes with time, and like I still have many flaws myself. And it's like just yeah, it's just being 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 on the way, right? And will probably never ends because, as I mentioned in the beginning, the more awareness you get, the more things you notice that are you did not even become aware of before in the first place. So I think this is like a, like a lifelong process, but I think it's, it's like a beautiful, it's a beautiful thing to do. Yeah. I think with like the self-improvement and the like becoming a better person, I think the important part is to never set. I mean, obviously yeah, deadlines are important, but never like I treat it as a lifelong 
piece of lesson. That doesn't mean that you're going to constantly be like anxious your whole life. It just means that treat your whole life is something of a learning experience. It doesn't matter how old you are, you're always going to learn something. You're always going to improve every single day um, if you go down this path. And the 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 point is to like stick with it and treat it as a yeah like a lifelong experience and not just a few years. It's because when you treat it as a lifelong experience. It's a peace of mind, you know. It's really, it's just incredible, yeah. Thank you, man. This has been incredible. Oh, my pleasure, bro. So, yeah, would you um, would you like to plug anything? You've got anything? Where, where can people find you? Yeah, you can find me on Twitter at Takezo Pure. And I have, like, I have nothing to sell at the moment. But I would recommend everybody... Uh, to read the book Musashi by Eji Yoshikawa is a great read and then you all know where my name comes from yeah I'm just writing I'm just um, writing this down now to find it so Musashi what's the I can name? send you a message for the for the spelling with the Japanese names <laughs> okay yeah 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 um, yeah send me through and then I can link it at the bottom of this podcast so people can check it out um, yeah I think this might be up next Mo uh, read this man i would love to see where your um, your name comes from because that from what you said earlier at the beginning of this podcast like well i love that like well, how you kind of form that name and it's like that's just an incredible story um yeah so everyone just follow takezo post incredible threads that's why i found your friends are consistently good um your story is amazing and yeah um yeah everyone drop him a follow and i re- like i'm gonna say again but i really appreciate you coming on takezo I appreciate being here, man. Thank you so much, brother. Anytime, man. Yeah, I mean, one day we're going to do this again. And yeah, I mean, the story, this story, I, I really hope people have enjoyed this. So yeah, I mean, everyone, thank you for listening. And we will look back and laugh at this, what we said here. <laughs> yeah, 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 we, we will. Yeah. Well, guys, thank you for listening and see you on the next episode.